Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrano. I am too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. Said I, I asked Lou to play this song because uh, do you remember what happened yesterday as we were walking into the Hoka luncheon? Oh, my the- God. You know, it's funny. I've mentioned you a bunch of times this morning. First of all, I enjoyed sitting next to you yesterday. You were very, very funny. And you got a chance to see me get really heated up when Hoka was speaking. Yes. But I did not mention... What you're about to mention now, which was a very odd moment. Very odd. It was very odd. So we're walking into the place, and a random guy right behind you goes, hey, guy. He, he's like, a buddy. And I thought he was like a fan at first. And then he's like, oh, your collar's sticking out of your shirt. And then you were like, uh, you know, the collar's sticking up above your uh, your blazer. And then you were like, oh, really? Oh, so does it look bad? He's like, yeah. He's well, oh, oh do you want to fix it? Uh, and then you were trying to fix it. He's like, let's go to the bathroom together. <laughs> he did do that. And, and he was and, like, let's go to the bathroom. And, and I, that's, and that, I that, that's exactly like, how he said it. I'm thinking to myself, yes. oh, it's so nice. This guy wants to help me. But who says let's go to the bathroom together? He's like, oh, no, no, no. Let's go to the bathroom together. <laughs> I, I, I just like, and then I jumped in. I was like, and it was a simple fix. It was just like your collar was a little bit high, like in the back. And yeah. then I just went and like fixed it. And then the guy was like, because if you don't look good, we don't look good. And that it was, was so did you hear that, Lou? The guy actually said, if you don't look good, we don't look good. Now, now let me just say this. It'd be one thing if you and I were walking in the street, if we were on 7th Avenue. We were inside the Harvard Club. We were literally five feet away from entering this room with all these dignitaries, including the governor, this guy was an invited guest. It was weird. Uh, it, it was weird that he was asking another man to go into the bathroom. Right, right. Uh, but, even like, weirder, by the way, even weirder, Lydia, was the fact that I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, yeah, let's all right, do let's this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Have uh, you ever said no? I never said no. You never said no. And by the way, thinking back to yesterday... Given the opportunity to be in the bathroom with this weirdo, rather, <laughs> rather than listen to Kathy Hochul, I would have taken the, uh, the the bathroom with the weirdo. <laughs> then she started talking about the guns coming across the border, and even the, I, you know, there was a couple, there was black people in there. There was a lot of Democrats in there. This is, you know, the Harvard Club. There's a lot of, there was a lot of Democrats in there, and no, everybody was kind of just like looking at each other, like, what is she talking about? Yeah. What is she talking about? Guns over the border? Uh, it, she just like it was sad. It well, was you know sad. what's funny? I'm the, not the, surprised the, that uh, Cuomo's Cuomo's Almost beating. He's, he's only four, four points, points behind. behind. Right. So then yeah. it was you, then me, then Todd Shapiro. Then sitting next to Todd Shapiro was an African American guy, great looking guy, and he actually owns yeah, the church. Yeah, you can tell he gets a lot of girls. You can tell he, he actually yeah, owns yeah, yeah. the church where Cuomo spoke last Sunday, and he works. He works for the Eric Adams campaign, and everybody knows I'm not a big Eric Adams fan. And every time she said something, and I got hot under the collar, he kind of gave me an affirmative look like, yes, I'm kind of with I you, right? I was reading the body language, because me and you were like, and then remember we joked around, we are like, we should do a rebuttal? Remember, yes. we were well, like, that this was is actually, such that, nonsense. That was Rabbi Potashnik's idea. It's a good yes, idea. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. we were like, let's go up and do a rebuttal. But I was, we, we, you have to be respectful when you go to these things. But like, were we standing up and clapping? Absolutely not. Were we clapping? And frankly, a lot of people weren't clapping. And no. then when she was like, "Who feels safe riding the subway?" and then one person raised their hand and she's one. like, "Well, I've read it." Like you said, she's like, "I've read it twice." And then you <laughs> kind of said it pretty loud. You were like, "Yeah, with armed guards all around you, give me a break, lady." Oh, I did and have a, I, I, I did have a Lauren Bobert moment. I did yell that out in the other room. You're right. Yes, I forgot about did. that. Yes, 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 uh, you did. Yes, you. 
did. Also, Hochul didn't mention this this story. Now, it's not only the bail reform that is the major issue here in New York City. It's also the judges. So a career criminal, he was indicted back in February on a murder charge for allegedly beating to death a 67-year-old man. And get this. He was freed without bail. He's indicted by a grand jury on attempted murder. He beat a guy. He suffered brain bleed, robbed him on, in uh, Harlem, and a judge let him out. A judge, Come Judge on. April Neubauer. This is a career criminal. His charges date back since 1983. Now, to the credit for the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, they asked for him to be remanded without bail. But this judge said, no, no, no. He should be let out, and they gave him electric monitoring. The guy's been charged with attempted murder, and he was already out on a on a parole violation for robbery. I mean, this guy is a maniac, and she let him out. Judge April Neubauer. So we need to also call out these judges, not only the legislators, not only Hochul, but the judges as well, because they are helping fester this Could, could not agree more. And every time there's a big case— and the New York Post actually lists the names of the judges. And this goes to Bernie's point. Again, I give Bernie a lot of credit, even when he's not here, because he's always talking about naming and shaming. And I think he's exactly right. Uh, we go out of our way, if we don't see the name of the judge, to find it out. So what you did just now, believe it or not, Lydia, that was actually big-time community service. Correct. Eugene Clark. And he pummeled to death Ramon Luca. And once again, we're seeing they keep talking about the black and brown criminals. They have to make a decision. All these leaders, do they care more about the black and brown criminals or the black and brown victims? Because they make up the majority of victims. Over 90 percent of the people that are being victimized are people of color, are people from the inner city, lower income communities. But they don't care. They just I don't understand what is going on. And our kids are also being brainwashed. And not only here in New York City. Not only in Chicago, Jesse Smollett, he's such a psychopath, by the way. Can you believe what he was doing? I just can't even. So in Broward County, Florida, these these group of white kids got jumped by a group of black kids because they said, this is our reparations. This is and these are middle schoolers. These are 12 year olds. And take a listen to hear this news report. The student victims told police they were approached by a group of kids yelling, you are white. They were then tackled and beaten up as the group of attacking kids yelled, it's opposite day and brown power. The victim students claim they were beaten with sticks and cable cords as well as hit and kick. I mean, this is what's happening. So you've got like white, the group of white kids being jumped for being yep. white. Yep. And nobody's talking about it. I mean, that's that's a hate crime. Of course. The Asian, I mean. Yeah, but you don't oh want to see, God. you don't get it, Lydia. We deserve it. We have been the the evildoers. We have treated but everybody am I really poorly. White? Am I really white? Well, you're I not. You're actually to... Albanian. So what are you? Yeah, I'm Alb- I'm Albanian, uh, but like I I grew up I didn't even English wasn't even my first language. Like, can't we? Can, I'm so sick and tired of everybody talking about like the color of their skin, this and that. It's more about like where you grew up that you kind of feel a kinship with someone. Like, I might be Albanian, but even say like an Albanian that grew up in Beverly Hills, I'm not going to have anything in common with that person. Right. But a Puerto Rican person that grew up in the Bronx, probably me, uh, her and I will her he and I will have a lot more in common. I feel like it depends more where you grew up, what schools you went to, and stuff like that. Like, Agreed. I'm so sick and tired of this color stuff. Uh, it is it is annoying. The color, the gender, the creed, all that stuff. I've had enough, too. I, do, I just don't care. Just give me somebody who's a good person, who can achieve based on merit. I just don't care. But it's getting worse because, as you know, one of the 
one of the things that Democrats do in a very heavy-handed way is, in fact, do what you're talking about right now. And it's uh, it's really gross. And, and But it's also not fair to those people. You know, like the Rooney Rule, for example, in the National Football League is embarrassing for African-Americans. I know Brian Flores made a big deal about it, but I think most rational, sane African-American people are embarrassed by it rather than actually relish the opportunity. So it's just not fair to anybody. And you're right. It needs to stop. And you know what else needs to stop? You getting hit on by random guys. And thank God I was there. Because you were, you were, I looked at you, you were like, yeah, let's do it, guys. Let's I didn't know what to let's do. Go to the bathroom. I, I, I didn't know what to say. You I were like, go. oh, yeah? <laughs> he, that was fun He was yesterday. like a short, burly guy. He's like, let's do it. Let's I go know, to the bathroom. That was fun, I, though. I enjoyed uh, sitting I, I, with I you. Just, that was weird. Like, and, I don't know. Let's. You can ask the callers. Like, I don't know. I, I that was. I've never seen that before. No, me. You know, either. I've been around yeah. where a guy's hit on my husband, and I saw him looking at his crotch area. Oh my and god! And he said to my husband, what? "You wear those jeans. I like those jeans on you." Yeah. And I looked at my husband like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. But I mean, as far as he knew, like, why did I, it was weird? But yeah, thank God I was there. I was there, <laughs> and I was like, "Don't worry." And it took. It was like a ten second fix. And that's Your all colors. it was. That's all it was. Hey, thank you, you for uh, sitting with me yesterday, and thank you for uh, for the good time, and thank you for coming on yeah, today. As always, fun. great job. Thank you. Oh, we had we had a, a good time. And again, Cats at Night, 5 o'clock, John Katzmatidis. You don't want to miss it. We're going to talk about the nonsense that the Biden administration is trying to push forward. Putin's price hike. They're saying, oh, everything that's gone up is a result of Putin r- invading Ukraine. Nonsense. Meanwhile, we saw prices go up right. over 5% since last May. And all Biden needs to do, this is according to several analysts, in order to bring the price of gas down, he could do it immediately is make a speech and send out a message that we want to be energy independent and put America first. He refuses to do it. Cats at night, five o'clock. Hear all about this and a lot more. Five o'clock tonight. You don't want to miss it. Lydia, great job all week long. Have yourself a great weekend. Thank you again for yesterday. That was fun.